the weather outside is it's frightful. frightful. But the, you know, the first morning you wake up and it's actually cold in Minnesota, it still bites. <laughs> you know, it's not bothering me at all this year. And it's weird, depending if you put 50 degrees, right? Yep. You put 50 degrees in early October, it's chilly. Yeah. Yep. You put it anywhere in March and it's spectacularly warm. <laughs> oh, people are out in shorts. Exactly right. We're a weird species up here. But we have, you know, high taxes and and stupid politicians and lousy roads. But other than that, we're yeah, good. Where was fun. I now? Oh, uh, yes. You, intro. Minnesota the Department show. of Tourism. <laughs> like, subscribe, and follow us if you would. Thank you very much. We'd appreciate it. Um, you want to send a story or whatever of interest that, that we might find, that you might think we would interest find in in hmm am i having a stroke you suppose well i'm not smelling toast yeah (laughs) more like a onion bagel maybe some cream cheese Ooh, where was i now oh if you got something to send us that you think we might be interested in there we go that wasn't so hard uh send it off to titr at netradio.network and please 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 your comments pro con or even indifferent those would be the fun ones oh yeah um just put leave them wherever you found us I can't wait for those. I just can't be bothered. Ooh, that was good. Hi, listen to the show. Eh. Hey. I'm sure there's plenty of people who do that, by the way. So. They just don't actually write it. Yeah. Because why? This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. This from Ronnie Tucker. Idaho National Laboratory. What do they study potato growing? Hey, what? Why potatoist? <laughs> One of the largest nuclear labs in the U.S. Oh, that's what they do. They study. They study nuclears. That's right. They confirmed this week they have been hacked. The group behind the data breach was self-described gay furry hackers. Yes, that kind of furry. They dress up like cats. I got it. Yeah. They're also known as Sieged Security, also known as Sieged Sec. According to Sieged Sec, the hacktivist group has accessed thousands of records of user and employee data held by INL. This includes people's full names, birthdays, email and home addresses, phone numbers, social security numbers, employment information, and lots, lots more. When hackers breach targets such as the INL, they frequently demand a ransom in exchange for keeping the organization's data private. You know, they often want it in cryptocurrency, so it's difficult to trace. In this particular case... Or spend, but hey. Yeah. Sieged sex demand is a little more unconventional. We're willing to make a deal with INL, Sieged sex wrote in their announcement of the breach. Uh-oh. If they research creating IRL cat girls, we will take down this post... With a link to the leak, Siege Tech is known to take an exceedingly casual approach to its communications with a group largely motivated by by their own amusement, though it has also attacked targets for political reasons. As such, Siege Tech's request for cat girls is likely a joke simply intended to indicate that they have no intention of taking the hacked information down. If the fantastical nature of their demand wasn't already a pretty big clue, right? Many people ask why. Why, Scott? Why? Siege Sec wrote on its X account, we're cats. Intricacies such as why 
do not concern us. Now feed us. <laughs> exactly. Or we shall knock more off the table. Uh, real life cat girls. <laughs> they have obviously forgotten middle school. A dispensary uh, in Baltimore faces pines for blowing smoke. Literally blowing smoke. Uh, WMAR2 in Baltimore reported that the cookies dispensary opened May 27th and then shut down about a week later after a surprise inspection revealed a, um, let's just make it laundry list size of violations, including the ever-popular large plumes of medical cannabis smoke being blown from a large gun apparatus into the mouths of persons outside the dispensary. That's a heck of a suspension notice right there. Boy, I'll say. Of course, you go to many, you know, frat houses and see the same thing. You know, we finished up this past summer after uh, uh, weed was fully legalized here in Minnesota. Yeah. Finished up a street party or block party. Yep. And as soon as it was done, she went. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How do you know what it smells like? Trust me, you'll know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's not like cigarettes. No. Cookies is part of a franchise. And Cookies San Francisco was the first to utilize the flamethrower smoke blower. Created by Jeff Dick of Colorado. The aptly named Jeff Dick. Mm -hmm. The blower has since become part of the cookie brand. Dude, I don't I don't mean to. You know, burst bubbles. Mm hmm. I live, I live in a place where hunting is common, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure back in the day when I thought marijuana was something worth using, we were doing stuff like that with a rifle. Oh, I remember that. You'd shotgun him. Yep. 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 That guy's a real I, Jeff, I'll tell you. I. He is a real Jeffrey, I tell you. <laughs> so... Suppose when that- he's in trouble, his mother yells, Jeffrey Richard. <laughs> just a thought. <laughs> I, I kind of hope his middle name was big, but never mind that now. In that same vein, a fellow police department call taker went on a ride along. This is a first person story. They came across a car swerving all over the road. Obviously, something was up, so they pulled the guy over. First thing they notice is the guy is high, you know, ripped, bombed, loaded, spaced, wasted, pot smoke billowing out the window, eyes eyes perfectly narrowed and bright as a devil's butt. Officer asks the man to step out of the car. Man declines. He can't. I'd like to. He's a paraplegic driving a car. Oh, not a car meant for paraplegics, you know, like with hand controls and stuff. That brings about a whole nother number of questions. Uh, turns out he's decided to take a broom handle along for the ride and use that to operate the gas and brake pedals. Now we have that question answered. Even better. He's oh, driving boy. on a suspended license. Of course he is. Of course. Ask the question. Why? We're doing the exact same thing a few times before. All right, everybody raise your hand if you're surprised just a little bit. Yeah, I didn't think so. Uh, 
I love stoned people. I'm glad nobody was hurt, but I do yeah. love those stories. They're just you read him and you go, who would? Well, never mind. I yeah, know that why. guy would. I mean, he wasn't. His brain cells were colliding, but not the right way. <laughs> well, we found another one, son. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 76 year old Bella Montoya, Ecuador, June 9th. It was her funeral. Oh. And just days before our birthday, when she would have been in the best mood. Because. Honestly, June 18th should be an international holiday. Uh, for everybody. It was, you know, for a while, but then the communists and the... Anyway. And the atheists. <laughs> and uh, and all the rest. Yes. Any that there were. Anyway, when they were there mourning together, they heard strange sounds coming from guess where? A coffin. Yep. Of yeah. course, of course. There were about 20 of us, said the woman's son, Gilberto Barbera. After about five hours of the wake, the coffin started to make sounds. No. No, coffins don't make sounds. Hello? The supposedly deceased. See, there are certain things that just should be really be checked on with us. <laughs> right. Pretty, the, pretty rigorously. Remember in the old days, I used to, in Europe, right, when the vampire craze was big, they would put little bells yep. and a string. So if you actually, they buried you alive, they apologize, and you ring the bell, they get, they get you out. Yep. Yep. Yeah, they should probably still be doing that. After about five hours of the way, coffins started to make noise. The supposedly deceased lady had been declared dead. The Martin Ecaza Hospital in Babahoyo earlier that day. But that evening, my mom was wrapped in sheets and hitting the coffin. Boom. When we approached, we could see that she was breathing rather heavily. Well, she's been pounding on the coffin, dude. <laughs> she was rushed back to the hospital. The report said that she was intubated. Not probably expected to recover long. Mm -hmm. Just enough to make for a really entertaining story. <laughs> Ecuador's health minister was not amused. They have launched an investigation into the incident. I'm not dead yet. Yes, you are. Come on, you're not, you're not fooling anyone, you know. You're not fooling anyone, you know. I love that one. It's our first Monty Python reference this week. Not bad. Wow. Self-restraint, dude. This is true. Really news. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.